Hello everybody and welcome once again to The Brink as we come to you for episode 63 of the reboot, the 5th of February 2018, our very first episode for the month of February, already a month into the year that is 2018, can you believe that it is swimmingly by that quickly? Uh, and we hello to everybody listening to everything that we produce around the world, no matter where you are. Uh, commiserations this week, of course, go out to everybody in the city of Hobart. Sadly, uh, we were not able to come home with a trophy in the Big Bash. We finished runners-up to Adelaide, but uh, congratulations to the Adelaide Strikers. Um, thoroughly deserved, and if we had to lose anyone... Uh, I can think of a lot worse teams to lose to than Adelaide, just because I don't like Perth, and uh, let's be honest, it was good to beat them in the semi-final at least. So, uh, oh well, better luck next year. Uh, big shout out though to all our listeners from around the world, shout out to our Canadian, our Austrian, and our British, and our American listeners just looking at the week in the uh, past where we've uh, got people, Minneapolis, a few people listening to us from the uh, Super Bowl city at the time of actually recording this. Super Bowl has uh, just passed the halfway point. So, a uh, big shout out to everybody in Super Bowl City this week, uh, Minneapolis. Uh, Atlanta as well. Got a few people listening uh, last year's Super Bowl runners up in a city that I've been to a few times. Love it there in Atlanta. And uh, for our United Kingdom listeners, hello to all our Salford listeners. Not too sure uh, what you're doing over there in Salford, but you're listening to us. And that to me is exciting. So, we appreciate that. Thank you very much. <laughs> She may have left the state, but that doesn't mean she has left the show because so much so does she love to go that she's in the know that her name is Mallory O and she's on the line O go. I don't know where I was going with that. It's uh, Maulery Foster's back on the line. Hello, Maulery. Welcome back to the show. Hi, Ben. That was <laughs> a great introduction. Thank you so much. Look at you and your eye rolls and everything along those lines. Um, you're in Adelaide at the moment. You've left me. I am. Why are you? Left you for a warmer climate. Well, for a warmer climate. How did you go on the weekend? You Did you melt slowly to death? Because we did yes, here at Hobart because we can't survive anything higher than 25. But for you, it was like 45. <laughs> yes, it was disgustingly warm here. Mm. What did you do to stay out of the, the heat? I watched Survivor. Did that work for you? Did that cool things down? Um, yep. Well, the fan that was fanning me did. <laughs> the fan that was fanning you <laughs> did. Just to describe what a fan does. Oh, right. I've always wondered what they do. I've always just assumed that they just kind of did shit, but no one said they fan you. So that's yes. um, well, good. Well, I- Thank you for educating us. I'm glad you have your Canadian smarts to this um, Australian show. I wanted to quickly talk to you about... about, um, This is something that we were just, I guess, talking off-air about. um, Because on the Oz Network, our sister show, download now via iTunes and uh, all those other places, uh, we're doing Winter Olympics Month. We're doing the film Miracle, which, of course, is about the... Tell me what it's about, Mallory. You keep asking me what it's about every five seconds. It's about the U.S. ice hockey team in 1980. Good job. Well done. Yes. So that's one of the movies that we're doing. They win gold. Spoiler alert. I know you haven't watched the whole movie yet. Um, But as a Canadian, (laughs) as a Canadian, you obviously come from a country that lives and breathes the sport of, of hockey. And you and I have been uh, off air trying to guess, you know, you guessed one team correctly. You're like, oh, they're the Montreal Canadiens. And I was like, yes, 
Yes, well done. And then I kind of showed you another team and you didn't know who it was and I kind of... Okay. First of all, he cheated. There's a new team in the NHL this year. And as I am currently living in Australia, I am not, like, up on all of the hockey stuff. And so, of course, after I get an easy team right, he goes with the brand new team whose jersey I have not even seen yet. (laughs) So just, just to clarify, that was cheating on his part. Just like you did in Yahtzee last week. But, um, <laughs> I showed you some more. But so what I thought I would do for you today, as uh, a bit of fun, there are 31 teams in the NHL. Now, without cheating, I want you to try and name as many of them for me as you can. In, okay. Let's like, give you five minutes. Is that a fair enough time? The name of the team as well as where they're from? Well, I mean, look, I'll give you some leeway. Or am I allowed to have, like, one or the other? Do I get half points? Well, like, if you said to me the Canadians, I would, you know, assume you're talking about Montreal. So, I will... Can you tell me, before we start, how many Canadian teams and how many American teams there are in the NHL? Set the thing for five. Uh, Yes, I can tell you that if you you really want me to. Um, Also... Yes. I am currently lying down in my bed while we have this conversation, so I'm going to sit up. But my bed is very squeaky, so I'm just going to warn everyone that you may hear some random she noises. Gets very excited when she talks about so the. Sorry, um... everybody. Yeah, no, are you getting up deliberately so you can cheat by Googling this? Because I will not oh, allow this. I'm getting up into competitive mode. Lying down, I don't have enough. Um, enough. Leverage. Like. I just. I'm too relaxed, okay. and you're only giving me five minutes, and it's been a while since I've thought about the sport of hockey or been quizzed by my brother or father on which hockey team is which. Right. Well, I hope your um, brother and father listen to this so they can see just how well you'll be doing this. There are seven Canadian teams and 24 Canadian. American teams. So can I have five minutes for both Canadian and no, American? No, you get five uh, minutes for all. <laughs> what happens if I repeat teams? I will let you know. <laughs> okay, perfect. I can do this. All right. Okay, ready? So I'm ready to hit Sorry. the start button. Wait, no, not ready, not ready, not oh, ready. you've been interrupted. Ready? No? I am being interrupted. Well, LJ no, can wait, join no. in. LJ can guess LJ all the NHL teams. Him. LJ can name Canadian. I don't know what's happening um, right now. So, as people who are not, I want to say this, as people who are not from um, Adelaide. Australia, everybody <laughs> meet LJ. She's my Scottish friend. Um... Uh, she just cooked a cockroach in the toaster. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. So you are moving right now through your house to inform us that a Scottish yes. person in your house just cooked a cockroach in a toaster. Is this part um, of like haggis or something? Or <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a cockroach! Yes, LJ just cooked a cockroach in Sorry, the toaster. Sorry, Scottish stress. Hi. Um. Wow, that's very. That looks delicious. Is that going on like a grilled cheese or something? Or that's okay. Have you taken a picture of it yet? No. <laughs> it's fine. It's being podcasted about right now. You've got this in history. Yeah. I can put it in my Beautiful. So did you not okay. notice that it was in there, or did you just like open it up and go, "Oh, there's a cockroach"? But so I didn't open it. Right. I just heard sizzling, oh. and I was like, "What's that?" <laughs> Something smells good, and then you realize, "Oh, I'm cooking a cockroach." <laughs> They're quite nice. Add a bit of barbecue sauce to it. They're, they're quite flavoursome. No, it's going to be too hot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I want to eat a lot. Here, just, are you going to use this knife again? No. <laughs> That's not a knife. 
bit of Australian humor. What if it's there. a live still? It's not a live. This is still, just is legitimately it? they're oh. taking photos of their cockroach on a toaster right now. <laughs> this is just in case people are wondering what's happening. Um, Goodness, it's very entertaining actually. <laughs> it's always been on my bucket list to watch a Canadian and a Scottish person take a picture of a cockroach on a toaster. You're holding it up to the camera right now, right? You, 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 yeah, it's on like... You realise that, like, podcasts are audio only. Um, <laughs> just, I don't know how it works in Canada, but in Australia, that's, that is a cockroach, yes. That is a that is a large insect that you have cooked, well, that LJ has cooked on a toaster. Eat it. I dare you to eat it. <laughs> I am not going to. You will win the NHL team game if you eat it right now. Oh, I need to this no, she's now. gone. Oh. <laughs> well, good job. I'm glad that that LJ Brilliant. discovered the delicacy of cockroaches in Adelaide. Yes, if to clarify, I did not eat it. If you're in Queensland, that would be even more of a delicacy, but that's another story. All right, five minutes. <laughs> All right, five minutes. Five minutes to name 31 teams. I the... don't think I can. Oh, wait, is this including the new team? Because I don't know. Well, that's one it's of like the 31 the Las... teams, yes. <laughs> Las Vegas Titans? Titans? No. No, no, hang on. Do you, just... you want me to press start? Okay, no, no, no. I need to know. I don't know what that team's name is, though. Well, that's... You... Okay, that's legitimately, like, you told me once, I think. But this is... But that's the only time I've ever heard of that team. But this is where you have just told me that, can I say the city or the... Um... The, the the mascot. I would like the full point for it. I don't want the half point. Well, for it. I will be nice enough here, as I said, to give you um, if you tell me the the team or the mascot or the city. But however, you do have to know that in the case of you for New York, though, I do. They have two teams. Technically, they almost have three, but one's kind of not oh. called New York. So I'm giving you a bit of a clue there. Buffalo. Well, no, that's well, that is a team, but anyway, all right. Oh, <laughs> would you stop? I, you're making me more confused and stressed out. Uh, shall we? Shall we do this? Yes, there's seven Canadian teams. Seven Canadian teams, and there is one, uh, the twenty-four American teams, one Australian team. All right, ready? I'm hitting start. <laughs> Go. Okay, there's the Vancouver Canucks, the Edmonton Oilers, Calgary Flames, um, Ottawa Senators. Mm. Oh, shoot. The Toronto team. The Leafs. <laughs> Dang it, you stressed me out. You stressed me out. Montreal Canadiens. I'm missing a Canadian team. Oh, um, uh, Winnipeg. There you go. Right? All seven Canadian teams Capitals. are done. Okay. Right? It is Winnipeg Capitals? Uh, no, no. Winnipeg Jets. But close enough. Jets. Capitals. Who are the Capitals? Well, That's well, well, do you want to put that really? as an official team? Yes, it's a team. The Washington the Capitals. Year. Washington, we'll, we'll I was you. not even close. <laughs> All right. Um, the Ducks, the Anaheim yes. Ducks, the... Okay, New Jersey is Devils. Yes. <sighs> okay, Dallas Stars is the football team. Is it? The Stars, yes. The Stars in hockey. Stop for a sec. Stop from... for a sec. Are the Dallas Stars the football team? I think so. Are the Dallas Stars the hockey team? Do you want to give that as your answer? Because you would the be stars correct. Stars are a team. I'm not saying whether or not they're the from Dallas, Dallas Stars. Okay. I'll give it to you. You're Wait, th- in hockey? Yeah, they're the Dallas Cowboys in football. Oh, you know, close. <laughs> anyway, um, Dallas Stars. 
Okay, New York is New York Rangers. Mm-hmm. And New York... Fingers. Shoot. Not the shoots. <laughs> okay, there's two New York teams. That can be a half point for the second one. I give you permission to give me a half point for that. Um, the Blues are from... Carlton. Um, <laughs> jokes. I'm going to give you the second New York team. It's the Islanders, but I'll give that point to you. I'll give the Blues to you. You remember the Blues. St. Louis. Oh, goodness. I could never have gotten that. Um, Buffalo has a team. Couldn't tell you where they're from. Sabres. Or what their name is. I'll give it to you. That's 15. You're nearly halfway. Oh, my gosh. Why is this so difficult? Um... There is a team that you mentioned before we press start that you could probably get off the list right now. Oh, no. You're killing me. You just asked if you needed... You called oh, them the Titans. the Nevada team. The stupid Nevada team. The Vegas Golden Knights. Okay, so the Columbus... The something, something. Blue they jackets. have a two... Yeah, that. That's 17. Um, you got two minutes and ten seconds left. Here, wait, did you give me the Las Vegas Yeah, one? I gave it to you. You're on 17. Um, oh, goodness. I know more teams than this. I know that I know more teams than this. I reckon you can get to 25. Um... I feel like we need Jeopardy music going on right Have now. I said, like, New Jersey Devils You have already? said the New Jersey Devils, yes. Dang it. <laughs> have I said... Oh, the, um... Their logo is a circle with flames coming off it, like a puck, a flaming puck with wings. Oh, Maybe. the Detroit Red Wings. Ew. Yes, them. Thank you. Hate them. I can picture it perfectly. Right, you're on 18. Uh, it's actually a wheel. It's not actually a puck, but just I'll give it to you. Yeah. Well, I knew what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you needed the explanation that went along with it, it made a lot of sense. You got 90 uh, seconds. Oh, goodness. At least get to 20. You get two more, you get to 20. I am, like, seriously drawing Think of big cities in America. Think of big cities. I, uh, oh, Seattle. No, they do not have a team. Dang it. Um... Big cities. What's the big second cities. biggest city in America behind New York? West Coast. Oh, I don't know. Hollywood. L.A. Yes. The Kings. I'll give that to you. Oh, Kings. Yeah, they have a fish, right? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but if you, if you think further north in California, there's a sort of fish team. It's a shark. Well, I just kind of gave it to you. But you know who the sharks are. San Jose. There you go. San Jose. You're at 20. Um, Okay, you got 30 seconds. Come on. There's another huge city in America that you're not thinking of here. It's the third biggest city in America. It's It begins with a C. They're one of the most famous teams in the NHL. Um, 18 seconds. Starts with a C. Think of the bulls in basketball. The what bulls? <laughs> Jokes. Sh, sh. Chicago. 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 Black. Are they red? as well. Black, Black Hawk. Yeah, there we go, dude, dude. I'll give it to you. <laughs> Your alarm's going off. There you go. Um, I'm giving you that you got okay. 21, sort of, with assistance. I feel like... Oh, stop. This one, stop. Charming. Okay, in the last time the Canucks made it to the finals, mm. it was against a team that I did not mention. The Boston Bruins. 
Shrek. What the heck? All right, so I'll go over the ones you missed if I get this correctly. So you did not mention the Boston Bruins. You mentioned the Buffalo Sabres. You mentioned the Detroit Red Wings. The Florida Panthers. Let's be honest. No one cares about the Florida Panthers. You mentioned Montreal Canadiens, Ottawa Senators. Speaking of not caring from Florida, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Boo. Oh, I like Tampa Bay Lightning. No, you don't. Then we have to break up because I don't. Um, Blue and yellow and white. You mentioned the Maple Leaves. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes, are you familiar with them? Oh, I didn't know, know that much. So we've got the Columbus Blue Jackets. You mentioned the Devils. You mentioned the... Well, you mentioned the Rangers. You sort of mentioned the Islanders. Uh, the Philadelphia... I knew that New York had two teams. The... I was just under pressure and couldn't think of what the other one was called. Philadelphia Flyers. Um, oh, okay. the... That was what I was thinking of. It's a blue music note with wings, right? Uh, it's sort of, it's like a flying sort of, there's a few logos that look similar, but I know what you're trying to do there. Uh, you did not mention the reigning Stanley Cup champions, who of course have the greatest Canadian to ever be a Canadian since Wayne Gretzky, the Pittsburgh Penguins, Sydney Crosby's team. Oh, I knew them. Obviously, yeah, come I on. Uh, you mentioned the Blackhawks slightly there, the Colorado Avalanche, you didn't mention them. Uh, Dallas Stars, you did the Minnesota Wild, didn't mention them. Nashville Predators, didn't mention them. Uh, St. Them. Louis Blues, you mentioned them. Winnipeg Jets, Anaheim Ducks, I'm glad you got them. Uh, the Arizona Coyotes, no one cares about them. Uh, Calgary no. Flames did, Edmonton Oilers, the Los Angeles Kings, San Jose Sharks, Vancouver Canucks, and the Vegas Golden Knights. You did well, more than halfway, so. Next With week. only slight hints. Next week, we test you on the 18 teams in the Australian Football League. <laughs> Melbourne, 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 <laughs> Tarleton News. Um, we don't cheer for the Hawks, the Richmond no. something Hawks, Hawks something. Hawthorne, Hawthorne. No, is that a different sport? No, Richmond it. Tigers, but you've got the same sport, but just different team. <laughs> oh, well. I'm sure there's an Adelaide team. No, there's two. There's Adelaide and Port Adelaide. Yeah, look at you. And well, how, how about said- the Big Bash teams? Can you name them? You just need to name cities for that. Oh, yes. Anyway, Mallory, we'll give you a chance to research it. Um, It is always a pleasure. Thank you for joining us, and we'll speak to you soon. (laughs) Haven't done this bit for a few weeks, but it's time to... Flashback. Yes, we are going back to the year that was 2011, seven years ago now. This is... uh, our time to bring you the best of 2011, best of CD, pretty much. So what you're going to hear is the introduction to that CD, which is just a short little intro snippet from one of our uh, many shows that we had in 2011, as well as a little bit of highlights from the 300th episode that we did broadcast that year. Let's check those out right now. Morning has broken like the first morning Blackbird has spoken Like the first bird Live from Hobart, the greatest city in the world, it's time for the sun to come up, the birds to start singing, and the radio airwaves to get electric. For it's Friday morning, and that can only mean one thing. So put the cat down, zip your fly up, and tell your mum you're sick, as your diary just became full of the most exciting and brinkalicious action that is happening anywhere right now. It's The Brink, live on Edge Radio 99.3 FM. 
over to the studio. It is another Brinkalicious morning Friday that is the Brink here on Edge Radio 99.3 FM for another massively huge Brinkalicious edition of your favourite radio show. And joining me this week, sitting in front of me, are two people, one of whom has something and another who has another thing and I don't even know what to say. It's Peter and Kelly. Ladies, welcome. Thank morning, you. Ben. How are both of you treating yourselves this morning? Fantastic. It's good to have Kelly back. Yeah, I'm back. Yes, you are. We're going to get to that after. But as I said, massively, brinkaliciously huge show. To get through today, we have big guests. We have lots of stuff to wrap up. We have a prize. We have everything. And this man's going to speak now. And don't forget to text us on 0427 334 and come join the show. You could have done that, Kelly. You really could have completely said that. I'm sorry. Yes. I'll do it next time. Okay, then. You time. will. You will. <laughs> We're going to get this cake cutting going, I think. Um, now, I would get us to sing happy birthday. It's not really a birthday, though, is it? It's just a, it's an anniversary. Do you sing happy, happy anniversary? Happy, I don't know. Um, how's this going to work? Who's going to blow this out? Sam, you want to hear that camera to somebody? Because you're going to be here for this moment as well. Oh, well, that sounds a bit kinky, Rocco. But uh, look, whatever floats your boat. Um, <laughs> um, you, can, you, can, you can host the show. Please welcome to the new host of The Brink, Mr. Rocco. Rocco. Hello, everybody. How are you going? Hope you're having a good morning. And Sam, what are we going to do this thing? We're all lining up. We're well, lining we're not up. all. It's just Sam, really. <laughs> are we meant to say a few words before this? I think you should. What would you like to say? I would like to say on behalf of everybody at Edge Radio who've allowed this dribble to stay on air for however long it's been now, thank you. And uh, Yeah, well, that, that works out well, too. Um, and for not cancelling us after one, Sam. Yes, uh, I'd like to say congratulations to you, Ben. Thank you. Because you've been involved in just about all the shows. Nearly. And I've only done a handful so far. So congratulations to you. Yes. And I hope you like the cake. Everyone's been bagging out this cake without trying it, but it's, it's, it's a great cake. Everyone will love it. Well, we're going to blow this out together and then we're going to cut it, all right? We're gonna count of, everyone give us a big count of three and then we'll blow them out. So somebody start. One, two, three. Yeah, we'll both, we'll both cut this at the moment. This is great radio because people actually don't know what's happening at the moment. So we'll put this in here, we'll cut it. Well, you can hold it too, Sam. There we go, and that's cut. There we go, 300 showcase cuts. We're going to cut this up, we're going to go back to some music. Um, Sam, you can cut it up because I'm worried about what this is going to taste like. Good times, good times, and you're going to be enjoying listening to the best of 2011 in the coming weeks. <laughs> time since we've had this guy on the show, but we're bringing him back to talk about all things to do with Donald Trump and everything else that we can think about. It is Mr. Paul Luttrell. Paul, welcome back to The Brink. Yeah, good to be here. It's been a while, actually. Uh, we said that the last time you were on, and we waited, I think, even longer. But uh, as always, that means that there's plenty of Donald Trumpness to talk about, and uh, he delivered his first State of the Union address this week. Paul, uh, how has that gone down? Well, I'm not sure. I think it's gone down better than most of the kind of public appearances that he gives. Um, but, yeah, it's more just kind of like ignoring what's going on and just talking, you know, getting his message out there that he wants but not really answering any questions that anyone else has. That's what I took from it anyway. I'm already just seeing here, if I look at the headlines, that apparently he's doing what he did for his inauguration. He's claiming that they had the highest ever TV ratings ever. For the State of the Union, Uh, what I mean, what is the State of the Union? Like, is that just their annual speech where they just stand in front of Congress and are like, "This is why America is so good, and this is what we're doing so brilliantly," basically? Yeah, I'm guessing it's just an annual report done by the president, just to say what's been happening and give his uh, opinion on what's how the country is. 
basically, yeah. According to Wikipedia, it is the annual message presented by the President of the United States to a joint session of the United States Congress, except in the first year of a new president's term. So that's actually that's a good point, because I was thinking that he's been president now for well over a year, so I was thinking, well, wouldn't he have had one last year? But he clearly doesn't do one in the first, um, the first year. But uh, it's interesting, I think, because... You know, they've got all this status power and all this sort of stuff that we think they do, but they're kind of just a figurehead, aren't they? Like, they they cannot really make a whole lot of change in the sort of terms of laws and that in the US, right? They've got to still get all approval and everything similar to what we do in many ways. Yeah, I guess so. But at the moment, the Republicans have uh, both houses. They have majority members in both houses, so they can push through pretty much whatever they want unless there's a really strong, um, you know, uh, resistance by the Democrats. But, yeah, I guess he, he kind of is. But then again, he kind of has the will of the people as well. He's kind of the one that everyone's listening to. He does hold the most power in terms of influence, I think. Um, so, and he does have, like, his executive orders and things like that that he can do. So... So he does have a, a, a bit of power, but the, the majority of actual like legislation comes from Congress and the Senate. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What what else has been happening with Trump? You mentioned something to me uh, off air, which I had no knowledge of, and I'm going to mm. give you a terrible segue to say, talk about that, Paul. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the other major story, it was a few weeks ago, but that it broke. Uh, so Stormy Daniels. So it's a, a stripper. Um, Sounds like a stripper. Actually, I think she's a porn star. So Stormy Daniels is a porn star. Yeah, that's a porn star name. She's yeah, <laughs> she's a porn star. Um, and uh, apparently, allegedly, he paid her one hundred and thirty thousand dollars to keep quiet about an affair. Right. Um, it's covered by most major news websites. I think he Trump's denying it, um, but she claims that it's true. Um. Yeah. So that's. So was this a and was then, this a recent thing or was this like an affair like a long time ago? Um, it was while he's married to Melania, so I'm guessing within the last. What, they've been married for 14 years, oh, something like. That. Yeah, sure. So maybe that. maybe maybe it was in the last five to ten. Wow. Um, and yeah, and obviously, evangelicals, Christians, and whatever. I, one of the the most alarming things was the fact that they they're giving him a pass. <laughs> so. If it's if it's true that you know they accepted the fact that he was he came from a life of, um, you know he was he did all these things and, and whatever. But once he became president, that was when they were going to start judging him from there. Right. Okay. Yeah. So hmm, there's always an excuse with those types, aren't isn't yeah, yeah. there? Uh, <laughs> those types. Sorry if that's offensive, but uh, yeah, I mean I'm I'm reading this now. How did I miss this? Paul, this, I mean, you know, I, I remember, and I, I think you're, what, a few years younger than me, but I remember, yep. you know, the late 90s with Clinton and Lewinsky when yeah. all that was happening. So, I mean, that was a big deal. Clearly, that obviously happened, though, when he was president. But, um, yeah, gosh, have I just been living under a rock? I mean, I'm reading this now. Um, 2006, apparently, they would have had an affair. Um so, but it always makes you wonder, like, look, this is Donald Trump. You, you're going to probably yeah. believe this is true. Why does somebody like this wait this amount of time to come out with this? Uh, I mean, it seems like something that you would come out with straight away as soon as he's running for president, if you know what I mean. Like, I, I don't know. It's, there's got to be reasons behind it. 
Um, but it just, it always seems to me like, why do people wait so long to break something this big? Yeah, I guess there's just the fear of it. I guess people probably take a little while to summon the courage and then maybe something just triggers it where they're just like, oh, I can't, I can't not, I can't hold on to this anymore. And then they, they do it. And I think, um, it is a, it's a bit late. Like there was all of the allegations of women coming out about yeah. sexual abuse and things like that. You think that maybe maybe in the time to do it, but then again, maybe that should just become another another one of the set of the victims like that and get lost in the pile essentially. So maybe maybe hold it a bit longer, or maybe someone else like found out about it and then possibly. I mean, it just seems like yeah. in, in this sort of day and age where it's kind of, I guess. I mean, I get the fear thing, but I mean, it's kind of, I don't say normal, but I mean, well, it kind of is for people to come out and say this sort of stuff against public figures. You know, it's, it's kind of that fear level of it's, it's acceptable for people to, I guess, come out and be honest about these things more so than it was a few years ago. So I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying I doubt the woman. I mean, this is one of those things where clearly this, to me, sounds like it would be the truth. So uh, I just, yeah. I just would assume that, um, you know, she has bad timing for this and the fact that well, he's already president, love. Like, what's this going to do to him? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But I still, I think, though, that she's probably, and all of the women that came out against Trump are probably still getting, like, death threats and mm. things like that. I can only imagine what the social media backlash is like by, like, Trump supporters against these people. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's always that fear. I think, but um, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. It hasn't happened to me, so I can't really say what, what the mindset is. One of my favorite, I'm pretty sure this happened uh, since we last spoke, but please uh, correct me if we did speak about this last time. But um, I did have to love that Twitter exchange where Donald Trump basically said to Kim Jong-un, my button's bigger than yours. Did we talk about that last time, or I feel that's happened since we last spoke? I think it's happened since we last spoke, yeah. That was, that was a little bit on the nose by Donald. <laughs> <laughs> he's such a child. I mean, he's just like, well, yeah. well, my button's bigger than yours, so be careful. Yeah. <laughs> and, and judging by all of the, you know, the um, well, people tend to represent it as a button, don't they? Mm. I just, I just legitimately wish that, like, you know, North Korea or Kim Jong Un had like some sort of social media account. And we're just, you know, this is where they could have gotten some respect. All they needed to do was, like, post a picture of, like, this massive button and just be like, Sup, America, how big's yours? <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. You know, just to troll America. I just think that would have been hilarious. But, I mean, you know, that clearly didn't happen because, you know, they're slightly strict in North Korea. But I don't know. That just would have, I'm sure, won some people some respect. Yeah. I'm sure that they're super witty to their own... <laughs> in their own little community and everything. They were saying how how Trump is a clown and everything and, and he's absolutely ridiculous. So they're not wrong there. Um, but, yeah, it would be good if this kind of could get out to the rest of the world and we could, you know, see Kim Jong-un, James Blunt, um, <laughs> yeah. some of Trump's tweets. That would just be so funny. Like, I mean, you know... It's this is just Donald Trump. I mean, what's the whole thing about him sitting on the toilet at three a.m. just you know 
tweeting and all this sort of stuff. But, you know, we I want to see other world leaders do this, but, like, be clever about it. Like, you're right, the James Blunt effect. Like, and it's not just James Blunt. There's so many other celebrities. Isn't, like, Ryan Reynolds known for kind of coming up with witty comebacks and things like that, too? Like, it makes you appreciate sort of these people in the public spotlight a little bit more when they can kind of have this nice little banter back and forth. But, um, yeah. except when, you know, you've literally got a man who could pretty much nuke any country in the world going to another man who could nuke pretty much any country in the world, well, within a certain region of his bombs, and just be like, yeah, man, mine's bigger than yours. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, now, we might not be able to speak to you for quite some time, Paul, because uh, our life circumstances, mine, yours, it's kind of changing. One thing I want to ask you about, this is a on-the-fly question, uh, but we're on the topic of politics. Uh, do you, do you follow state politics much? Are you excited for the state election? Uh, anything to add on that? Uh, I follow it a little bit. Not, I don't, not as much as kind of national or even in, international. Um, but yeah, looking forward to it. Um, yeah. Are you? I think the, the pokies thing seems to be a pretty topical. What? issue at the moment. That's, I mean, that's got to be the one that's got to decide it, right? I mean, that that's a yeah. big call from Labor and Beck White. I mean, you're obviously going to have some very big supporters of that, and then you've obviously got some very, you know, big supporters against it. And, like, you know, I have spoken to people who have said I was going to vote for Labor, but now I'm not because of this. I think they're like, I think this is a ridiculous decision, so now I'm going to vote for Liberal. So, but yeah. I'm sure it's the flip side. I'm sure there are people who are probably thinking the same thing. So, I mean, it's a it's a very big policy to kind of build yourself on. Yeah, some of the advertising campaigns that I've seen have been a bit over the top. There's one out um, in like on Lutana there. Mm-hmm. Like, have you seen that on the yeah, highway? Yeah, the one above that. Yeah, that plain white one with the black writing on it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just what it was basically the Labor and Greens want to tell you what to or something like want to tell you what to do or something like that. I just thought, well. They're not telling you what to do. They're just understanding that addiction is a thing mm-hmm. that actually exists. And, you know, these the pokies are essentially targeting the most vulnerable people who don't have money to spare for this addiction. Um, Which... If you want to... If you want to gamble, go to the casino. What's the what's the deal? Yeah, so, they're not completely kind of like, taking it away. They're not banning gambling. They're just yeah, exactly. banning the ease of it. But I mean, then some would argue though that sure, take away the pokies, but I'm sure you know somebody with an addiction can just jump online and go to www.pokies.com and just blow their money online. I guess. Well, that's it's not really how addiction works. People still have to go out into yeah. the world. It's that kind of impulse thing where you know. If something's there, it's like, oh, yeah, I'll just do that. It's the same kind of thing if, if you're trying to, I don't know, eat healthy and then someone shoves a cake in your face, <laughs> you can't help it. But if you're hungry and this cake looks delicious, you, you'll eat it. It takes a lot of willpower um, to not do that. And I can understand that people are saying, oh, you should have more willpower. But addiction is, is stronger than that. It's it's much it's beyond that. It's kind yeah. of... Um, yeah, it's people who generally up. say you need to have more willpower probably have never been addicted to anything in their life, so they're not yeah, familiar yeah. with the you know like I I've never smoked in my life, and I used to say to my parents just stop, but that's a very yeah. you know an attitude which I cannot really have an opinion on because I don't know how addictive cigarettes are. So yeah, well they must be very addictive yes. because they're so expensive, they're so bad for your health, health they smell terrible, and yes. they basically make you. 
an outcast to a lot of, like, you can't go into your work and smoke in your office, so you have to do all of these extra things. So they must be ridiculously addictive exactly. to actually yeah. do all that stuff. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. Um, one thing, one, one little minor thing that I'm thrilled about this state election is for the first time, I think, since at least, what, 2006, and I could be wrong on that, I don't know if it happened in 2006, but uh, we don't share the same election day with South Australia. So finally, we can get some national attention, because generally our last two have been on the same day as the South Australian one, and therefore everyone cares about South Australia, not our little Tassie. So uh, just a minor little thing I'm happy about. That's good, yep. I don't know if you follow South Australian politics. <laughs> not really. Is it... Corey Bernardi, is he South uh, Australian? Uh, possibly. I know Zig, Nick Xenophon and um, Ran is the Prime Minister. Uh, Prime Minister, Premier, I think. I think. Eh, <laughs> I couldn't answer that. Um, anything else happening in the world of Paul? Uh, opinions on anything else? Uh, I don't know. I'm giving you the floor here. <laughs> oh, yeah, just, uh, just off the top of the head. Oh, I don't know. Everyone. AFLX, Paul, are you, uh, are you looking forward to this? Are you not giving a shit about it? Are you going to wait and see what it's like before making a comment on it? I don't even know what it is. What is AFLX? It's basically AFL have come out and caught this whole, like, 2020 disease where they're like, oh, we're going to make a shorter, more exciting version of our game. Uh, and they're trialling this in a few weeks. And basically, from what I know, it's like less players. You play on like a rectangular field. It's like short little bursts of... I, I couldn't even tear the ins and outs. But um, they're playing it like at Allianz Stadium in Sydney. Like, you know, all the, the squarey rectangular games. And it's their way of trying to, I don't know, get people excited in the preseason. This is the AFL, the biggest competition in this country. I don't even know why they need to do this, but yeah. Yeah, I have no idea either. Is is AFL not exciting enough? Surely they have, like, just about everyone short of Queensland and New South Wales is absolutely AFL mad. Why do they need to make it more exciting? And I'm doing, like, quotation marks here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I'm Um, reading here, this is on... So if you just type in AFLX, so... Uh, this is the official, you know, AFL.com selling point. AFLX is a new exciting game created by the AFL to showcase some of the most thrilling elements of Australian football to attract new fans. Well, why go to, like, China and all this sort of stuff if you're trying to do it this way? While there are some familiar aspects for fans, a new game will provide very different experience. AFLX is played on a rectangular field with seven players on the field and three on the bench. AFLX is an express form of the game with explosive action, exhilarating fans of all ages. Get ready for 10-point super goals, last touch out of bounds, and non-stop action on and off the field. Now, this could either be the biggest thing or, like, it's going to fizzle out so much and we're going to be laughing about this in, like, six months' time. I mean, it's... Yeah, I just, I don't even know what to think about it, because even the format, so they're playing on the 15th of this month in Adelaide, six teams play at Hindmarsh Stadium, which is like their rectangular ground there, so you got Port Adelaide will play Geelong at 6.10pm, then 28 minutes later, Adelaide play Collingwood, and then Geelong play Fremantle, West Coast Adelaide, and then the next day in Melbourne, you have Carlton, Melbourne, Hawthorne, Essendon, North Melbourne and St Kilda all play each other back and forth. And then in Sydney, you have the Giants, Tigers, the Swans, the Dogs, the Lions, and uh, what have I missed? The Suns. Um, so, and they've each got a mini grand final on each of these days. So you're going to have three AFLX premiers. I don't even get this. I don't understand it. <laughs> it sounds, sounds like rubbish to me. I hate this idea. People just assume that 
no one has attention spans anymore. But from my personal experience, I, you know, if something's too short and it makes no sense and it's you can't actually, it doesn't have a story to it or a, you know, have some kind of meaning to it, then what's the what's the point of watching it? I don't, yeah, like tennis tried to do this. They always do this fast serve tennis before the Australian Open. The netball, I think, did. I mean, like, yeah, I guess um, it's worked brilliantly for cricket um, with the Big Bash and 2020 and all this sort of stuff. I mean, I'm energised. I'm excited by the 2020. At the time of recording this, the Hurricanes are into the final. Fantastic. You know, it's great. It's exciting. But I think a lot of that also comes down to poor old little Tasmania not represented anywhere. It's basically our only national team. So a lot of it comes down to that. But, uh, I mean, cricket's understandable. Cricket's always been a game where you kind of need to shorten it in some aspects. It's just confusing when you try to explain it to people who don't know what cricket is. But, yeah, you don't need AFLX. You don't need tennis fast serve. You don't need netball 20 seconds, whatever it's called. I mean, what's next? Are they going to have, like, you're going to do the marathon, but, oh, imagine the marathon, but really quickly. It's like that's called the 100-meter sprint, everybody. Yeah, it's, they, they do all the, you know, they wear themselves out off camera first, and then they come out and do a 100 metre sprint. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who will win? Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's ridiculous. Anyway, but I mean, this could be the greatest thing ever. Who knows? We could watch this in a couple of weeks and we could be enthralled by it. Uh, Paul, thank you. Don't know when we'll have you back on the show next. We'll work out a time at some point in the future, but in the meantime, we appreciate it and, uh, best of luck with, uh, everything moving forward. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I can't even remember. Well, I think he's dying. I don't know what he's doing right now. I can't even remember the last time we had him on the show. There's probably a reason behind that because he's doing something when I try to introduce him. Uh, it is Dakota. Dakota Learington, uh, back on the brink. Hey. Hello, Dakota. Hey. Hey, what did I do? I don't know. Like, it sounded like you fell over or something just as I was introducing you. Are you okay? Oh, <laughs> I think so. You, you, I didn't fall over, so. You think so? Yeah. Well, that's better than I, I no. Must have, did I, I must have done this or something. Yeah, well, you moved the microphone. That, yeah. Something yeah. like that. But, um, yeah. what's, what's been crackalacking in Dakota land? Um, not too much. Not too waiting much. For, waiting for you to go back. Waiting for uni to go back. How, how are you, that lo- kind of thing. are you looking forward to uni? Yeah. <laughs> I suppose so. <laughs> What happened to this fresh-faced young boy last year? Oh, can't wait to go to uni. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, get me going. Oh, yes, uni, uni, uni. Now to... Yeah. End of year exams oh. is what happened. Okay. Yeah. Did you pass everything? Good, good fun. I, did, I didn't pass everything, Oh, but I passed, I passed enough to pass a semester. <laughs> well... So it's, all, yeah. so it's all good. <laughs> that, yeah. That's the positive to think. Like, didn't pass everything. Well, I, <laughs> I passed. I passed the prerequisites I need. Right. So that's all okay. Well, all that matters. Good. Yeah. What 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 subjects yeah. are we looking forward to in uh, your second semester? Um, ancient civs mm-hmm. and um, philosophy, probably. Phil- so know. you're doing two Maybe. subjects. Is that it? No, I'm doing more than two. Oh. But they're the ones I'm looking forward to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't ask me what subjects I'm doing. Well, what, so what else are you not looking forward to? Forward to? <laughs> um, I can't even remember what I'm doing. You're doing um, journalism. <laughs> I think so, um, and also doing modern history, um, and something else. Sounds um, riveting. So, so, sociology, I think. <laughs> How do you it not might, know might, what you're doing? <laughs> I, pick, I picked them, like, back in, like, November. <laughs> you're going to rock up and be like, why am I doing, like, introductions <laughs> to Hitler? 
Uh, <laughs> Basically. Wouldn't that be an interesting class? Introduction to Hitler. Everyone, yeah. this is Hitler. Uh, oh, hello, Hitler. Uh, <laughs> pleased to meet you. Um, yeah, well, I mean, the second semester is, I mean, it showed you survived the first semester, I guess, so slight positives. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> Trying to talk it up yeah. a little bit. I guess that's some positives. Yes, uh, yes. Um, uh, now, okay, let's get to the meat of this conversation, okay. Dakota. Um, all, right, all, right, all right, You and I are Formula One sure. fans. We love our beloved sport. Um, we do. Now, sport recently, I guess, has been turning into a bit of a political circus in the fact that a lot of sports around the world will use it as a avenue for social and political issues, you know, to make a statement, make a stand. Yeah. I often thought Formula One was um, devoid of this, that they avoided making yeah. statements and political things. But no, this week yeah. they've come out and they've done the unthinkable. They've banned grid girls from the sport of Formula One. Now, where do where do we begin that, with this? Is that the unthinkable? Well, I mean, probably not. It's 2018. But, like, yeah. give us your viewpoints on this, Dakota. What do, you, do you agree? Do you disagree? Well, Let's be honest here. Come on. Oh... <laughs> I hadn't actually... I thought they'd done it ages ago, but I hadn't actually noticed any group girls for ages. So... Uh, it doesn't bother you. That's good. Here I was thinking yeah, that really. we're going to have this big talk, like, oh, girl, you know what makes me angry? But you're just like, eh, I didn't even know that, Adam. Yeah. yeah, you know what makes me angry with my favourite sport? Tell me to stop permanent women. I hate that. Yeah. But, I, you know, the thing that I think is most ridiculous about this is that I think those not in the know have this image of like the 70s where you have like scantily clad bikini underwear models you know walking up to james hunt and grabbing his bum and you know being on the podium and handing them a trophy and you know with their boobs hanging out can we just establish this is an indie car or the v8 oh yeah i forgot about the um i forgot about how they um Well, this is the thing, like, you look at them, right? All The purpose of a grid girl in modern Formula One is to hold the sign on the grid, right? That's got, like, number one, Lewis Hamilton, number 44, Lewis Hamilton. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, this is who this is. Yeah, Yeah. now... Now I I remember them, it's all coming back to me. They're they're not scantily clad, they're not, they're, like, they're dressed appropriately, none of them are, like, scantily clad anymore, they then simply stand on the podium and clap, as, like, the drivers, you know, come onto the podium. Um, and, like, you've been to the Australian Grand Prix. They'll walk around. They'll take photos yeah. with the fans. And you'll get, like, the... Each year, they'll get some model to be the ambassador Ooh. of the Grand Prix. Like, it's it's a status thing. Like, I think people have got this image of the sport where it's not like what they've done in darts, where they do walk out in, like, a bra and that, and she's like, hey, look at me. Like, it's completely yeah. different. And the, well, it's, yeah. it's useful for, like, TV purposes, or, like, holding up the sign. Well, exactly. Like- the, nu- the number in the country and for like you know they clap when the drivers wa- are walking onto the podium and it gives like a little it's glamorous it's, like a it's, it's, it's and, and this is walking out yeah the, the thing that I think people so maybe like yeah go ahead instead of instead of you know grid girls grid people yeah well like, grid people I agree with you I agree yeah. with you completely yeah. like just just 50-50 men and women have model, male yeah. models women, female models you know they, they trialled it in Monaco last year and people made jokes about it but like I think the thing that yeah. people just, uh, like, I get the whole argument of, oh, women aren't there to just be looked at. Fine. But, like, people are selling this as, like, you know, like, remember back when you and I had that huge thing on the brink a few years ago when Target yeah. banned Grand Theft Auto because they claimed you could rape women and, like, yeah. it was, you know, it yeah. was just unfounded claims. They just did not listen. Yeah. So this is, to me, is what Formula One are doing. And it's, yeah. like... 
to me, when they go and ban something like this, this creates more of an issue. It shouldn't be about banning an attractive woman holding a sign. Let's just scrap that. An attractive person holding a sign. Yeah. It's more about the education of the people. Like, the Formula One drivers are educated enough that they know, oh... I'm not going to go and grope her and sexually assault her. They yeah. are pleasant. They they get in their well, car. They like and they're there holding a sign. As you said, they hold a purpose. Now, what are they going to do? Like they yeah, talk- Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Irvine. Eddie Irvine's already in jail. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, he's not. Is he? No, yeah, he was. Yeah, meant to be. I'm pretty sure. That's probably long overdue. But he's like got in a bar fight or something. <laughs> he's Irish. Yeah. That's just a Saturday night. Yeah. Um, but Northern Irish. Sorry, wrong Ireland. Um, but I, that starts wars, Ben. Um, I think, like, the issue, too, is, like, they're like, oh, well, maybe they can get little kids to hold the signs up. Like, you know, the little kids walk out in the football pitch yeah. with soccer players. Now, what's next? We're going to be pandering down and saying, no, ban kids, because the pedophiles watching are going to get off watching these little kids. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> where's the like, line? <laughs> I don't even look at the group girls. But me neither. Like, I don't, I'm like, I, I'm here. yeah, I I'm do not. TV watching... Watching like my heroes. Exactly. Shit. Like I'm not. And, I give a and shit Dakota, about, like, that's the oh, majority look, of Formula One fans. Yeah. Like that's it. Like, like in 2016, like oh you'd like pan up like up a grid girl like with the camera um in front of like the 2016 Ferrari, and I was just like oh Ferrari. Yeah. Yeah. Car. Completely agree. Like, it was a beautiful car. Like yeah. It's it's so, it's beyond. It's just you just really <laughs> got to wonder where the line is with this because. You know, I, I'm yeah. saying it. If this is the case, like, as I said, ban the little kids walking on the soccer pitch with soccer players because that's pandering to pedophiles. Ban yeah. beach volleyball. They must wear track pants and jumpers. They're not allowed to wear bikinis because, let's be yeah. honest, like, I don't know about the women, but 90% of men who watch beach volleyball aren't watching it for the skill. Yeah. Um, I... <laughs> go. This is, this is like, um, off topic but on topic at the same time. I um, read an interview um, from an actress... And um, it was, I can't remember who it was, but she was like, oh, um, there's not enough, like, female lead roles in, like, movies and stuff. And, uh, wait, there's more. Um, Like, there's no, like, there's always, like, women playing, like, daughters and shit and, like, women playing mothers and shit. And I'm sitting there, like, as opposed to, like, men playing mothers? Or, like, <laughs> men playing daughters? Like, what are you talking about? Like, what? I don't understand what you're trying to say. Oh, like... <laughs> I... I just... Oh, I shouldn't have opened this can of worms because it just makes me angry. But, yeah, like, yeah, like these just things just frustrate the shit out of you like this. It's like... Like, yeah, I, like, let's read a script for a movie. Oh, mother. Oh, who's going to play that? Uh, The Rock? Like, and then you would yeah. fucking, like, oh, <laughs> typical Hollywood, making men play women's roles. Like, oh, my God, shut up! <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> can we just live in a society where we don't have to put labels on things? Like, if you've got a movie with a man <laughs> yeah. and a woman in a relationship yes. and they've got kids, yes. you are going to have a mother yes. and a father. Yes. The man will play the Regardless father, the I'm... woman will play the mother. Yeah. All right? Yeah. That's how it yeah. works. Regardless of whether they're, like, a lead role or secondary role. And and can we stop with this, like, oh, let's make a woman-only version of this movie. Like, no! Like, stop! Like, no! Like, they're making... What is it? Um, uh, what's that movie? Uh, uh, we're on the island. 
um, uh, Lord of the Flies. They want to remake that with women, women only. Read the fucking book. It's about, like, it's men. It's, it's basically ripping shit into men of how much we're savages. It's an anti-men book, almost. Like, why do you need to make this into women? Like, it doesn't make sense. And, like... Like, they want to make James Bond a woman. No! <laughs> like, James Bond isn't a woman! Her name's James Bond. It's James, James Bond! James Bond. <laughs> Dave is James Bond. It's like, forgot, like, just... What is it going to... Jane, Jane Bond. That's a different movie. Create a different age. It actually is. That in one, the yeah. world, like, I would be not yeah, opposed is. to that. Like, in the next James Bond movie... Yeah. Introduce yeah. another MI6 agent yeah. who is a female. Oh, look, 006, look, 008. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, look, James Bond has a daughter. It's, well, exactly. Oh, Create. What? I yeah. would be down yeah. there. I mean, he's had sex with enough yeah. women. Surely one of them is pregnant. Yeah. Surely. <laughs> but like, that's a different series. Create that differently. Like, you just can't, like, yeah. let's reboot Star Wars and Darth Vader's a woman. Like, I mean, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Uh, I want them. I want them yeah. to redo history. Like, like. Okay, we've got a new Tomb Raider movie coming out, Dakota. I want. I want Lara Croft to be a man. Yeah. No, I don't want it to be like uh, Lara. What would Larry Larry Croft? <laughs> yep. Yep. Larry Croft. Yep. Good old Larry. <laughs> yeah. Make it happen. Oh. I want Sex in the City yes. to be made or a guy film. Yep. I agree. I I completely yep. agree. Cool. Good call. Yep. Sweet. Absolutely. Too easy. Bridesmaids. Too easy. Nah, wasn't funny because they uh, were women. Yep. Make it groomsmen. Yep. <laughs> Pretty Little Liars. Yep. 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 Absolutely. Done. Yep. That. Um. Orange is Orange is the new black. Yep. What about a men's prison. Make yeah. it. Make it. Blue is the new white. Uh. I don't yeah, know. Ex- uh, <laughs> yeah. Blue is the new white. Yeah. That works. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That actually does work. I suppose. Yeah, anyway. Cool. Just, just, We've done that. We've done that now. Just, we can't come back from this. Formula oh, One in 2018 is no longer an open-wheel yeah. racing sport, and it doesn't have grid girls, so um, it's fine. Let's just... What? It's not an open-wheel... Well, the Halo. Come on, it's the first step to making these a closed cockpit car. Come on. Yeah, but you realise what open-wheel means? Well, it's like the top bit... It doesn't mean open... Open-wheel doesn't mean open cockpit. Well, it technically does. I'm pretty sure it refers to the wheels. Anyway. um, Like the wheels of the car. They go round and round. Whatever. You know what I mean. Anyway. The the next... (laughs) Shut up. This is why we don't have you on the show much anymore. The the next thing... Like, you know how they're not closed in by, like... Move on. We've moved on from this part. Okay, yes. I get it. Next part I want to talk about... Um, at least at the time of recording this, it's a week away, but at the time of releasing this, it'll be this Friday. You and I get to, we talked about this, I think, once before. We get to run with the baton. Queen's baton, Commonwealth Games, go us. Um, I feel like we're going to have to record a segment or something while we're waiting on Friday for this, but, um... Yeah, that'd be interesting. Are, yeah. are you pumped? On the bus or something. Are you excited? Are you looking forward to holding Her Majesty's wand? I'm hell nervous. <laughs> You're nervous I'm to walk, so walk and run your 200 meters in your little white I'm outfit. Ne- yeah, I'm nervous. I'm nervous to walk my 200 meters in my white outfit <laughs> with like a, with a bit of tum and um. Don't give me a bit of tum. Look at me, you dickhead. <laughs> uh, I hate skinny people who complain about being fat. Shut up, all right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sorry, won't do it again. Um, but yours is near hungry, Jack. So we should tell people if they want to come and watch us, both our listeners. Yeah. Uh, don't they? Don't come. Stand watch outside us. Hungry Jacks and watch Dakota <laughs> at like what, yeah. like one fifty? As far as I know, mine is from Hungry Jacks to the roundabout. That stupid roundabout that has stupidness. <laughs> Yes. But you have to go right around it to go back onto the main road. It's literally labelled that stupid roundabout. Um, it is. So... Everyone knows it as that stupid roundabout. You... That's a long... I don't think yours is going to be that long, is it? That's a bloody long Oh, maybe run. it's not. I mean, maybe. Maybe it's from... Um, it might be from the entrance of Northgate. Oh, you just... I've just told people to wait at Hungry Jacks. They're going to miss oh, you. <laughs> Look at your map. Anyway... So Dakota will be going first. So sadly, Dakota and I don't get to like hand it off to each other. But I'm in Central Avenue in Moona from like I think two twenty p.m. on Friday. If you want to come and throw shit at me, um, but like, can I just establish this again, Dakota? Because this is something I will do. Don't drop the baton and break it. Oh, I'd so do it. <laughs> I'm so gonna. Don't tell me that. I can just see, you know, opening ceremony. Prince Charles opens it up to read his mum's message. Oh shit! There's a crack in it. Uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, Your Majesty. Uh, um, all right, I'll find it. Um, <laughs> Australia map. Look at you, just trying to work out where the hell you are. Ah, uh, 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 uh. here, here we go. Uh, oh, I'm this excited is for being this. Stupid. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> keep talk amongst you. Think, you think we'd edit this um, out, wouldn't you? You think uh, you know we're yeah. professional podcast. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I think I know how to do it. I what are you doing? Uh, Look at where you're uh, running. Um, There's literally it tells you on your email. Mm-hmm. It says you were running between these points. Yeah, but I. Yeah. Can you read? Um, no. <laughs> Uh, it's got... No, uh, tell me where I'm going. Where are you going? Uh, Surely there's, like, a thing on the website. <laughs> Let's see if I can pull anything up here. Does it tell us... Oh, no, it doesn't actually, um, give you your specific routes. Oh, some people have links on their pages. Did you know that? Have I lost a coder? I've lost Dakota. <laughs> I can't hear you, Dakota, if you're there. Oh, the call failed. That's why. Anyway, this is awkward. Let's just uh, talk about this again. You'd think we'd edit this out, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, this is embarrassing. All right, let's see here. Uh, da da Just awkwardly waiting. Are you back? Hello? Dakota! No! <laughs> oh, here we go! <laughs> there he is! Hello? Hello? Hey, oh. I don't know what happened there. Oh, look, he's alive! <laughs> I just. I, don't, I must have done something and it just went away. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Approximate start location Northgate Shopping Centre, front entrance, 382 Main Road, Glenorchy. Right, and where do you finish? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yep. Um. 
Elric Hotel. Oh, that's, like, look at that. You got a little one. Yeah, like, that's about right. I was about to say, yeah. you're not running the whole of Glenorchy. Yeah. I oh, I'm just running right. Hungry Jacks to that roundabout near where Video City used to be. Fucking yeah, yeah mate. Uh, I walk that way just to go to the bank. Like I am, I am between 111 Central Avenue and 83 Central Avenue. So you at least get a main road. I get a freaking yeah. suburban street. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'll swap you. <laughs> no, I'm good. I am Batten Bearer number 49. Uh, I'm number 38. Oh, look at you. You are before yeah. me. Uh, oh, yeah. so we'll we'll do some recording. We'll we'll see what we can do on the day. <laughs> yeah. Us big. Proper people. Are you, are you getting people to come and watch you? Or are you like telling like um, the family and the friends? No. 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 You're just like, nah. No. Just stay away. Don't go don't away, everybody. Don't yeah. come and watch me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'll, I'll, I'll be walking down the main road like, fuck off. Stop looking at me. <laughs> Stop staring at me, Swan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, exactly. Finally, before I let you go, um, you're getting to vote in your first state election, are you not? Oh, yeah, I am. Shit. Are you excited? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess. You guess? <laughs> I haven't really paid much attention. This is a privilege! It. I didn't even know I was going to do it until you just told me. You didn't realise you were going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hi, why is everyone voting today? Oh, it's a state election. Oh, well. Yeah. Okay, cool. Guess I will too. Yeah. See you later then. <laughs> Uh, oh. I don't know. So who, who I can I ask you who you're going to vote for? I don't know. Probably, uh, like, uh, this is for, like, Premier and stuff, isn't it? Yes, that's generally how it works. Yeah. I don't even know who's running. Uh, it's Beck Wide and Will Hodgman. <laughs> there, done. Oh. Who are you voting for? Will Hodgman. Will Hodgman. Oh, poor Beck. Uh, I don't like Beck. Really? She doesn't like yeah. you either. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she does, to be honest. I just asked her. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, anything else you want to talk about quickly before I let you go, or anything else happening? Or uh, might might help if you actually were talking to the microphone. I don't know what you're doing right oh. now, but there you go. Hello. There's um there's going to be a new Formula One show on Amazon. Oh, is there? Yeah, it's about McLaren last year. Oh well, oh yeah, I heard about that. I mean, if yeah. I want to just watch like dog shit, I'll just like go and look at the street, like. Oh, okay, sorry, I won't mention it again. Well, I mean, you can, but I, I mean, I why do I want? No, why do no, I want to watch no, a team that no, was no, terrible? No, 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 no <laughs> it's going to be two hours of Fernando Alonso no, going, no, "Oh, my no, car is no, shit. No, I am no, such no, a good no, driver." No, um, no, it's all right. Wow, you really need to calm down. Um, Probably. Are you coming to my farewell party? Um, yeah, I saw that. I noticed that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I saw it. I noticed that, right? <laughs> I get. I get, look, I get invited to so many parties. Oh, Mr. Popular. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's on the 24th. That's ages ago. Well, I don't want you to tell people, yeah. like, when and where it is. It's a private event. But, yeah. like, I mean... <laughs> no, all right. It is on... It's so, today. look at the sky today. It's very nice today. La, 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 la. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's, um... Dakota. It's yeah, a, it's ages away. It's a cool. pleasure to talk to you. I will see is you this? next Friday, apparently. Uh, uh, and we will run with the baton. Uh, Just like we had in flashback in a while. We haven't done this in a while. That time of the week to play everybody's favourite game show. It's Forget the Lyrics! Here on the Brink on Edge Radio. Over to the studio. Forget the Lyrics! And it's sadly uh, old ones, not new ones, but... Three for you today. We're going to go back to the year that was 2014 and hear myself sing to the Simple Minds classic, Don't You Forget About Me. Brum, 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 brum. 
Saving the environment. Hey. Didn't stick that, did you, Josh? Won't you buy a scooter? Load it up with environmentally friendly fuel and drive with me. Gonna get on that little thing. Scoot away into the city and go nee. They're quite strange when you ride them. Getting beeped at by those annoying people in cars. So make your way to the scooter shop. Buy something that will save your children. Don't you drive a car. Drive a scooter. Get on one today and drive it because it's fast. Do you think they're pretty cool? Better than a Harley Davidson. Scooters keep driving, scooters keep driving around, 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 around. Will you recognize Josh on a Vespa in the city? Hey, there goes Josh. Hey, there goes Ben on a Vespa, on a Vespa, on a Vespa, on a Vespa, on a Vespa. Perhaps you want to forget about that one. Uh, also going to go back to the year that was 2014 uh, as well. Uh, that was actually 2010, I should say. Don't forget you about me. Blah, 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 blah. That's because I can't speak English properly. 2014 here, myself and Dakota singing to Drops of Jupiter. <coughs> Ooh, okay. I'm dying. I've got man flu. Woke up this morning, decided to protest. I don't know what I was gonna protest about. I looked for things in my room to burn. I found my Xbox. I'm like, nah, I won't burn that. You should. Stupid. Since the budget came out last June, I decided that I wanted to burn the premiere. No, wait. <laughs> I meant Tony Abbott's. Oh, Will. Tell me, what can I burn? Can I burn the president or would that be considered a little bit racist? Tell me, can I burn the budget papers? Or is it just a waste of paper? I think it is only there's some more things you can burn. Four bar break. Ben? Oh, hello. Oh, hey. What's up? Went into the studio and looked at Dakota. Felt like doing some more protesting on the show. We got angry before and we said some stuff. Realised that Dakota didn't get angry about people who abbreviate things. So I'm going to protest about that. Because I think Dakota needs to write these things down on a piece of paper. Because it was so awesome and brilliant and he just didn't do it. So Dakota, where we protest on the brick. 
Make sure your feet don't stink Cos you can burn some shoes in protest Of smelly feet and shoes Now, Dakota, why don't you protest against the budget? I can see you burning your hat With a picture of Tony Abbott on it Because you should wrap up the rest of the song La 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 Budget, budget Oh, no, it started. Oh, dear. Um, deep fried chicken. Why does it say deep fried chicken? Uh, no, stop. We're stopping? Yes. Wow. And finally, 2012 was the year. It's me singing to the Katy Perry song, E.T. <laughs> the preface, losing more listeners. <clears throat> In the lycra on the mat, bending down, tackling, making sure you're not fatling, make you... In the pin, people think we look funny, but I don't care, I love bunnies. They say, win the gold for us, Georgia's only sport, that they can win a gold medal, except for Kazakhstan. They're the tip this year, make sure that you win the gold medal in the Olympics for them. Greco-Roman wrestling is... The sport for the kids of the new millennium. Tackle me, t-t-tackle me. Put me in a hold now, put it in a shoulder lock. Ouch, that was my shoulder blade. I'm really, really hurt now. You're gonna kill me, boy. You're a wrestler in the Olympics. Man, what is going on? Yeah. Yep, and with that one, E.T. probably would want to phone home. <laughs> now, we bring you some snippets every now and then of some Oz Network stuff and uh, some funny stuff that we did during the week. Our Eddie the Eagle recap, which is actually going to be aired this Friday, Winter Olympics month on the Oz Network, covering four different movies to do with the Winter Olympics. Eddie the Eagle, of course, a story about Eddie Edwards competing in the 1988 Winter Olympics for Britain in ski jumping. An epic story. Great movie. Two little bits here. You just heard Drops of Jupiter a few moments ago, uh, at least in the Forget Lyrics form. He's Colin and myself having a bit of a joke about Hall and Oates and somehow Drops of Jupiter and Train get mentioned in this. There is one song in this movie. I don't know if you can guess it because you mentioned all the other ones, but when it comes <laughs> up, I'm like the biggest fan of it. Like, that's my greatest guilty pleasure. Um, it's not Die Another Day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, did, was it one of the ones I mentioned, or? No, 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 no it's not one of the ones you mentioned. Oh, okay. Well, it's, it'll be a montage song. It's a bit, I basically make about three pages of notes on this song. <laughs> so, well, what is it? I need to know now. Oh, Hall and Oates. Oh, you wait till the notes. You oh, Hall and Oates. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> they said notes. I like Hall and Oates. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you my notes on Google Drive, and you can read it for yourself. Your Hall of Oats, Hall of Oats notes. Uh, sounds like a, love Hall of Oats. Come on. I, I mean, I like Hall of Oats, but it just always just they remind me of a breakfast cereal. Like I always feel like that's something that you eat in the morning. Can I have a bowl? Can I have a bowl of Hall of Oats, thanks? Uh, Honey nut Hall of Oats. What was that? Um. Oh, that song. Uh. I mean, I know they had lots. Shut up. Um. But um. <laughs> Oh, there's that one song of theirs I absolutely love. Um, Man Eater, Good Eyes. Uh, well, they're good songs. Um, Out of Touch. Bell Rock. Out of Touch. <laughs> Out of Touch. Yeah, you know, do you know that one? 
you'd have to sing it for me. Uh, you're out of touch. No, um. <laughs> yes. It was on Vice City. It was on Grand Theft Auto. And then they had, they had, yeah. they had another one that was on, um, the newest Grand Theft Auto. They had one called Adult Education as well. Um, but. Girl, Rich Girl's a great song. They've got some good songs. I've just looked at my iTunes. I've got a few of their songs actually. So. <laughs> Hall of Notes Oz, please. <laughs> <laughs> this week on Hall of Notes Oz, like, what would you do for a band? Like every week you recap a song. This week, Maneater. <laughs> I found. I was just flipping through just random podcasts one day, and I found one that was called God of Thunder. And I'm like, I wonder if that's like the you know Thor or something like that. And I added it, and I realized it was guys who have currently done like dozens of episodes and every week they just pick a different song of kiss and they spend like an hour talking about the song so the next note that comes up here it's like the i don't know how they have that much time but if we could do that for hollow notes i would be happy well what about those ones where when we did your favorite titanic don't yell at me i'm there's a point to this um <laughs> we got tweeted by a another podcast because there's this, oh, the minute one the one yeah they literally recap a minute of a film in like what an hour um, so they were doing that for Titanic. They'd done it for Jurassic Park. So like, they're just like, okay, we're going to be recapping minute 61 <laughs> to 62. This is what happens. Like, that's actually yes. a really clever idea if you have to be completely honest. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing Hall and Oates Oz this week, Maneater. Oh, here she comes. She's a Maneater. <laughs> We just have to decide if we want to call it Honey Nut Hall and Oats, Multi Grain Hall and Oats, or Apple Cinnamon Hall and Oats. <laughs> breakfast of Champions. Um, <laughs> the official breakfast cereal of the Oz Network, Hall and Oats. Uh, <laughs> we just need to do a cheesy commercial for YouTube. Hi, my name's Colin Hilding. Every morning I wake up, I have a crunchy bowl of Hall and Oats. What about you, Ben? <laughs> Absolutely, Colin. Everyone would think it's a man eater. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> I wonder what they're doing right now. Like, at this moment in time when we're recording this, what is Hall & Oates doing? Do you think they're just, like, watching Netflix or, like, <laughs> writing a new song? Are they on Twitter? Maybe they are. <laughs> to tweet them. Hi, Hall & Oates. What are you doing right now? <laughs> we're recording a podcast talking about you. <laughs> Do you not just think that? Do you just sit around and think, like, what's this celebrity doing right now? You know? Like... What's Hugh Jackman yeah, right now in time? Is he like what is he doing? Every once in a while, I will do that. I, it'll just be like the most boring day of my life, and I'm sitting there and I'm just sort of staring at the ceiling, you know, <laughs> counting the the, uh, the flies that are inside of the the light cover. <laughs> and I'm like, you gotta wonder if Taron Egerton's ever sat there and stood and stared at his light cover to count the flies or mosquitoes. You wonder, wonder if um, Taron Egerton's listening to Hall and Oates right now. Like, <laughs> he's just chilling. Oh, I put on some Hall and Oates. Oh, here she comes. Watch out, boy. She'll chew you up. Whoa. <laughs> oh. <laughs> The music's great in this film. Um, anyway, so Eddie's in Germany. By the way, four hours ago, John Oates posted on Twitter, I posted a new video to Facebook with a link. So that's what Hall and Oates are up to. Is it if you're watching new Netflix? videos to Facebook? <laughs> Here's my review of Eddie the Eagle. <laughs> what if they were just like tweeting like Donald Trump? Like, saw Eddie the Eagle. Didn't have enough eagle in it. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> no one's used my music as better as they have in Eddie the Eagle. No word of a lie. <laughs> That's never been as big as it was in Eddie the Eagle. Um, oh, Hall and Oates are going on tour with Train this summer. Shut up! <laughs> shut up and take my money! <laughs> I'm there! Front row! <laughs> <laughs> Were they the ones that did Hey Soul Sister? Is that Train? Yeah, that was Train. That and uh, Drops of Jupiter. Oh, that's right. Yeah. My mom would always call the song Drops of Juniper. <laughs> hey, tell me. When, when, when. I don't even know the lyrics of that song. All I know is Drops of What is Drops of Jupiter? Like, if, if Jupiter was dropping on us, we'd be dead. It's that big of a planet. Come on. Uh, I, don't know, I, I thought I always thought it was about a girl. Like she just had like you know a drooling issue or something. <laughs> she had the runs. <laughs> oh, there's drops coming out of Jupiter again! Quick, get some incontinence pads. <laughs> Jupiter ascending. Uh, Holy Oates is coming this summer. <laughs> yeah, I, I much prefer the band Car over Train. I much prefer, that's a bad joke. Move on. Um, right. So Eddie's in Germany. Uh, I think that's funny. I think this one's funnier. It's Colin and I talking about Ryan Lochte. Ryan Lochte does worse on a daily basis <laughs> when he's not competing. He's, he's watching this movie. I don't get it. Why did he get kicked off the team? <laughs> that's so unfair, man. What's ski jumping? <laughs> <laughs> Can we just hope that NBC gets Ryan Lochte on during their coverage of the Olympics? Yes. <laughs> and now to provide his insight on the ice dancing, Ryan Lochte. <laughs> Yeah, so I was on Dancing with the Stars, so I know all about ice dancing. He's a man on his feet and he's a man on the skates. <laughs> you can buy my book on skating. <laughs> Just provide eight to ten years for postage. <laughs> a, a group of Brazilians came up to me and my friends. They said, pull my finger. I'm like, go. You pull my finger. And then they held a gun to my friend's head. And they all were like, all right, all right, we give up. And I'm like, whatever, man. You know what I can just imagine Ryan Lochte being like? I don't know if you ever watched much of How I Met Your Mother, but uh, you know how like Barney would elaborate stories and it would just be literally a scene from another movie? And they'd be like, Barney, oh, yeah. that's from Dirty Dancing. Or Barney, you know, that's from Weekend of Birth. <laughs> so I can just imagine Ryan Lochte like, going, so yeah, like I played like finger pulling. Then like Christopher Walken <laughs> walked in and talked to Hugh Jackman. And, and, and then they landed the jump and, <laughs> and then, and then I got taken and then like my dad, Liam Neeson was on the phone saying like, I will find you. I will hunt you down. Ryan, that didn't happen. It did, man. It so happened. You're a man in the sheets. You're a man in the eyes. <laughs> And the boat hit an iceberg, and it was going down. But I wouldn't go down. I swam against the current, because I'm Ryan Lochte and all, you know? She said, never let go. She said, never let go. So fuck it, man. I never let go. I'm Ryan Lochte. So I swam all those survivors back to New York. But then there was this shark, and this guy said, we're going to need a bigger boat. So I went and got a bigger boat. And I punched that shark right in the head. But then there was a tornado and all these other sharks came. <laughs> Which I was fully equipped to handle because at the time I was on with a plane with snakes all over it. <laughs> but then Gary Oldman came and tried to hijack it. <laughs> 
And when Darth Vader said, I'm your father, Ryan Lochte, I'm like, no, man. <laughs> I looked out the window. I was like, no, man. And then I saw Princess Leia, like Mary Poppins. She was just floating by. <laughs> and this kid had a broom. <laughs> challenge to see if I can keep my voice by the end of this episode. <laughs> um, <coughs> so, Christopher Walken has a book on ski jumping. <laughs> he wrote this book, you know? My life in ski jumping. <laughs> oh yes, it's time to get a bit Olympic too, because uh, also... Slight little plug for the uh, Oz Network and our other sister shows, Off the Podium, an Olympics podcast. It's uh, rare and to go as we cover Pyeongchang 2018. So stay tuned for that too during the week. And uh, make sure you support our sister shows through the brink here. <laughs> it's been some time since we've had this gentleman on the show because we've had other Canadians on and apparently have uh, taken up the mantle of number one Canadian. Uh, she's been on this episode too, but she's also the cat's mother. I don't get that saying. Never mind. But he's Canada's original number one Canadian, Colin Hilding. Hello, Colin. Welcome back to the show. Hello, and if you heard that oh shoot in the background, Jamie just dropped something while unpacking our groceries, so well, we're very professional in our podcasting today. Yeah, and for some reason I've got banging and hanging going on in the background. I don't know what uh, my father's doing, but uh, yes, you have been commentating on your fantastic groceries <laughs> that um, your wife is buying. <laughs> we're, we're here to talk about something serious, but you've got chocolate milk! And raising free oatmeal or something. Like, what's going on with these groceries? It's very exciting. I mean, uh, Jamie was supposed to go to the gym, and <laughs> she, we recorded a whole hour and a half long episode for another show off the podium. Dead to by and, and she walks in, in the last 30 seconds of recording, she keeps whispering, Colin, Colin. <laughs> and I'm like, hold on, I'm finishing recording. And then as we're wrapping up, she just holds up this giant, this tiny bottle of chocolate milk to me. And it's crispy crumb. I don't know. Do you have those chocolate milks that are like candy bar flavored ones? Like this was a crispy crunch chocolate milk? No. <laughs> we have that? that. It's like score chocolate milk. Oh, Henry chocolate milk, whatever it These is. These are healthy. No sugar added. A dollar each. A dollar each? <laughs> what are they? Mints? They're stevia flavored, no sugar. Stevia flavored mints, no sugar added. Oh. Shut the front door. <laughs> Tell us, Jamie, which store did you get these oh. from? Two separate deodorants. One spray on, one roll on. Oh, holy crap. Oh, wait, one of them is hers. Never mind. Ah, oh, boo. Jamie, spoil all the fun. Um, extra sweet because her stink. <laughs> oh, it's love. This- <laughs> You're a pit stink, Jamie. Get extra strength. Um, we actually have a, something to talk about. Uh, the reason why we haven't had you on in a while, I actually don't know the reason why, we've just been busy. But there's big, big Canadian news during the week. Colin Hilding, you're changing your national anthem to be gender neutral. What the hell is happening? <laughs> you know, here's the funny thing about this, because it's it's made a lot of news right now because it's right before the Olympics, and they're saying... They're going to use this for the – that'll be the first time it's kind of publicly used is for the Olympics. But so many people a few years ago – well, I'm not going to say a few years ago. At any point over the last 30 years have been up in arms about this because you get those people who are 
thinking that this has to be some type of like it needs to be gender neutral. It was sexist in the first place that it was, you know, in all thy son's command is the the lyric that is causing so much controversy. And then you get other people who are like, you know, this is a sacred thing. It's like changing the Constitution to change the line in our national anthem. And nobody really does their history to realize that. Oh, Canada First was not even our national anthem until 1980, I think. It was, I think it was 1980. It was before I was born. So let's say 1980 is when it became our national anthem. The song existed prior to that. But the lyrics, the original lyrics of Oh, Canada were not even All Thy Sons Command. It was like in All Thy Citizens Command or something like that. <laughs> so they basically changed it during World War II as a way to honor – the men who were fighting overseas at the time, so they changed that line to an All Thy Sons Command as a temporary thing for World War II. World War II ended, nobody thought to change it again because we had like three national anthems at the time. Wow. And so eventually it becomes a national anthem, and everybody thinks this is some sacred thing, but it's like they're actually just wanting to revert back to the original lyrics from like 100 years ago or whenever this was written. Now, um, yeah, you're right. This became an anthem in 1980, July the 1st, on Canada Day in 1980. Um... What was your national anthem before that? Do you know? Or was it like... We didn't have one. So There was like wow. several songs that were kind of... There was one song we learnt in school, and this was like long after... I think it was a song that was used more prominently in the 60s that was called The Maple Leaf Forever. Oh, they, which, did, uh, they performed that at one of the Vancouver Games ceremonies, didn't they? Yeah, it's. I think it's an equally good song as O Canada, which I guess O Canada, I never realised... You know, growing up, that oh, Canada, like worldwide, people consider this like one of the greatest anthems in the world. Mm. But I always felt like you know, the Maple Leaf Forever was just as good. But yeah, I think it was something where we we didn't have like a national anthem. We always sang. There were uh, several songs, and uh, "God Save the Queen" or "God Save the <laughs> King" was probably the one that was closest considered to the national anthem, just because as part of the Commonwealth, we had to sing that. Yeah. But I remember in school that that was it. You would sing "Oh Canada," and then you would sing "God Save the Queen." So what would you do when you won medals at the Olympics? Like, I guess you just didn't win them prior to 1980. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I don't know. Um, I mean, I'd love to go back and see if I could find, like, something from... Did we win anything in 72? We probably just didn't win. I mean, <laughs> it never came up. <laughs> it wasn't until, like, 1980 or, like, 1984. It's like, oh, hey, we might win medals. We better have a national anthem. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's why they decided to have the national anthem. That, but the beautiful thing and about I- Canada is you're a bilingual country. So, of course, you know, you have a French version of your national anthem. So, basically, the, the line that is changing is, in all thy sons command is now changed to uh, in all of us command. Am I correct in saying that? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, what does does that change in French too? From like in all uh, sons to in all uh, us, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to try this French stuff going on. I'm trying to see if there's a change in French, but I can't find it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not even sure. I'm sure that they will change it, but uh, I'm trying to look at what the original because these lyrics also have gone through changes over and over and over again. It's not even when I said they changed it in World War II. That was one of many changes. Uh, just looking right now, there's something like three or four changes of the lyrics, huh. uh, even before the World War II one. Some of the ones here uh, originally have, uh, O Canada, great prairie spread and lordly rivers flow. <laughs> How dear to us thy broad domain from east to western sea, thy land of hope for all who toil, thou true, no strong and free. Like, there's extra lyrics to this. There's extra... The original translation of the French ones, the Canadian grows hoping he was born of a proud race. Like, none of these lyrics are anything similar to what O Canada is. So the fact that, like, 
this is even a big deal. I don't understand because like apparently we change our lyrics every ten years. The one here that I'm seeing the official French, which this is like, so you have O Canada, our home and native land, true patriot's love in all thy sons command. So on French, it's O Canada, Ted, Dead, Noz, something rather, Ton Front Air, Cien de Florence, Gloriex, which in translation to English is Glorious Deeds, Circle Your Brow. Uh, so- <laughs> So there's not I even... will <laughs> I will sing that during every single gold medal we win. <laughs> oh Canada, our home and native land, glorious deeds, circle your brow. Uh... Really, this is this is in more than one version, because here's another version from nineteen oh six that's Oh Canada, our father's land of old, thy brow is crowned with leaves of red and gold. <laughs> What is our fascination with brows? I think when I was there, when I went to the Montreal Canadiens game, it was it was all in French, um, and it was the first time I'd heard it. And um, there's a bilingual version, so you have like the first three lines in English, then the next bit in French, and then you end it in English. Like, what a great country! I remember that you have like half and half. Um, but like, yeah, I agree with you. I love your national anthem. I think it's, to me, a national anthem needs to be passionate. It needs to be proud. You need to like hear that, not just in an Olympics, but just any version that, you know, you're going to play your national anthem, be it a sporting game, a, a national holiday. Like, it's, well, the American national anthem is one of the best. You know, it's, you hear it and you just, oh, say, can you see? It's like, fuck yeah, America. Like, you know, you're just like, you know, oh, fuck yeah, Canada. Sorry, eh? Like, you're going to say sorry after swearing. But like, you know, that's the thing about national anthems, whereas Australia's, our national anthem sucks because it's not passionate, it's boring. Um, I don't even know your anthem. We have the line, and no Australian can tell you what this means. Our home is girt by sea, which girt means surrounded. But for some reason, we sing the line, our home is girt by sea. <laughs> I guarantee if you polled 100 Canadians, 99 of them would probably answer that they thought the National Anthem of Australia was I come from a land down under. <laughs> like, I guarantee that's what we all think. Well, it's similar to you that the, before ours only was adopted in 1984, because similar to you, we had God Save the Queen was our National Anthem. Um, and then they had a plebiscite in 77 to change it, and then now we have it. Um, a lot of people believe Waltzing Matilda, I don't know if you're familiar with that song, should be our National Anthem. Uh, I disagree with that, because Waltzing Matilda is a song about a bush ranger person who kills a sheep and drowns himself. So I don't really see that as a, pr- a prideful song at the Olympics, like, Waltzing Matilda, I killed a sheep! Um, that's a New Zealand National Anthem. But, um... Yeah, I mean, is is this like something though? I mean, Canada to me seems like a country where this wouldn't cause controversy. Like in Australia, this would be a big thing. We'd be like, "Fuck you, this is so politically correct." This is uh, uh. whereas Canada, I could just like, "Oh yeah, that's fair enough. Sorry, let's win gold." Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, for Canadians, you could say it's controversial. Just that everybody has an opinion, and everybody's they shouldn't change it, but. When it actually happens, Canadians, are, we're just kind of like, we just roll with it, you know? <laughs> if, if you just decided you wanted to, you know, legalize, uh, I don't know, murder, like, <laughs> you murder somebody. <laughs> if you murder somebody because they furled their brow at you or something like that, <laughs> their brow is crowned with leaves of red and gold or something, and that was legal, Canadians would be like, well, that's totally wrong. Oh, we just passed this law. Well, I guess you can't change it, you know? That's kind of our opinion. So. I'm just waiting for the first country to legalize murder. Like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Can- I'm probably wrong, because Canada's not the one that's probably going to happen with. Welcome to Tajikistan, where murder is legal. <laughs> <laughs> 
Eritrea. Eritrea. Hate your neighbour? Feel free to murder them. It's legal. Yay. <laughs> Did your wife bring you only one deodorant? You can murder her because it's legal. <laughs> Feel like committing genocide? Come to Eritrea. Yeah. <laughs> What's your Big Mac three seconds late at McDonald's? Murder your waiter. It's legal. <laughs> Wasn't there a movie where, like, the whole base of it was that murder was legal or something like that? One of these dystopian futures or something along those lines? And I don't know. Uh, there's, there's, well, I think there's that movie, The Purge, where you there's one day where all uh, crimes are legal or something like maybe that. I haven't I'm seen it. Of. Yeah, maybe what I'm thinking of. Um, another line here. Maybe, maybe you know, this is old English or something like that from the 1907 version. No stains thy glorious anal's gloss. What? <laughs> I'm sure that this is some old English, but that legitimately <laughs> says thy children own their birth. No stains thy glorious anal's gloss. Like, do you know if you read the titles of like Japanese movies when it actually translates as, as into you know? <laughs> <laughs> into like you know a north american or, or just a, a english language it's always like the weirdest thing in the world that's kind of what it reminds me of like thy children own their birth no no stains thy glorious anal's gloss <laughs> sorry this is like legitimately canada saying oh our children you don't leave skid marks from our poo uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's basically the translation that's how proud you are as a country like our poo in canada doesn't stain that's how good of a country we are. Like, stuff our military, stuff our leaves, stuff our brow. You do a shit in Canada, it won't stain your undies. <laughs> That's legitimately what that says. Oh my god. You know, you know that, um, that's like, some people will go on YouTube and they'll get like a, a song. They'll translate the lyrics like into, you know, French and then they'll translate it yeah. back into English and it like warps it all up. So uh, that's just uh, that's a fun game. We should do that one time. Just get the Canadian, the actual Canadian national anthem translated into like Eritrean. Um, I don't know if that's a language. I'm assuming it's not, but <laughs> it could be. Hold on, I'm going to going to do this here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you choose the I'm language. Uh, I'll do it with the Australian national anthem. You do it with the Canadian national anthem. I was going to do another one. Oh, um, what are you going to do? Like the American national anthem? Uh. <laughs> Hold on, just pause for a second. Pause for a second, all right. <laughs> I gotta find my language here. What are you trying to ask? <laughs> I'm not asking you. Bring me a chocolate. Mind your own business, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I want a chocolate milk, Jamie. <laughs> uh, okay, so I can't read that. I probably shouldn't choose Arabic. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> uh, where is is there Eritrean? There's Estonian. <laughs> that doesn't help. Okay, I'm going to go from right. Australian National Anthem from English to... Oh, no, I can't read Punjabi. Um... <laughs> oh, I can't read Armenian either. Jesus. Uh, Afrikaans. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, I got one. Go you want to go first? Oh, okay, hang first. on. All right, so let me just go here from... Afrikaans. Now you go first. If you've got yours ready, I haven't quite finished mine. All right. I come from a land down under <laughs> in Icelandic. <laughs> is a kem fra landi nuar undir, which translated back to English is I'm coming down from below. <laughs> do you have some of the lyrics there or did you just do the song title? 
I just did the song title. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought you were going to go for the whole the whole uh, lyrics there. Oh, okay. Hang on. No, well, just the song title. All right. Well, the time for that. Well, okay. Just on that note, then. All right. Let me just talk amongst yourselves here. Get Jamie to get you like another drink or something like that. <laughs> um, so that's <laughs> where we need like the Jeopardy thinking music. So I am going for Die Another Day. Um, no. Translated into Afrikaans is Die Under Dag. And then translated back into English is the other day. <laughs> I guess I'll the other day. <laughs> All right. Oh, we got another one. One more here. Yeah. Uh, you may have to pause for a second as Never. I do this. Never. Um, this is the uh, brink. We don't know the meaning of. Here the we brink. go. Pause. Oh, Canada, we stand on guard for thee. In Icelandic is. O Canada, irim vo o gaita firir per, which translated back to English is, thy children's anal stains all gloss. (laughs) I see what you did there. I see. Good job. Good job. Uh, Anything else happening in Canada quickly while you're here that you want to talk about or nothing? Just the Olympics, right? I mean, I'm here. I'm happening, so <laughs> I guess that. How's Winnipeg? What's happening in Winnipeg? You got snow? Winnipeg's minus 25 right now. Oh, jealous. I want it to be minus And next 25. week it's supposed to be minus 3, so that's just Winnipeg. I mean, back and forth one day to the next. Heat wave. Um, yeah, that was yeah. T- Tasmania. We had, like, I think 40 degrees on Sunday, and then we had snow in the mountain regions on Tuesday. So... <laughs> That's summer in Tasmania for you. Um, it's been fun, Colin. I, I really do sincerely hope that your anal stains uh, keep unstaining. Until <laughs> next time we talk to you. Staining or glossing, either would be acceptable in this country. That's about it for another episode. Episode 63, Done and Dust. We'll be back next week for episode 64. Big thanks to everybody who joined us on the show. Mallory, Paul, Dakota, Colin, everyone else in between. And uh, to everybody else who listened, we appreciate your support and company here on the program. Of course, remember to like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter, and also on YouTube as well. And uh, remember to uh, give us some feedback whilst you're on these channels. We'd appreciate anything that you can give us across the way. Until we next speak again, my name is Ben. Keep sucking those oranges, Hobart. And good night! <laughs>